Hello and welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Football Pod with Nick and Cody coming at you with our best bets episode of week two. Had a successful run in week one. Both of us went two and one. Uh, can't argue with that, Cody. If you're two out of three, you're going to be living lodge in the betting world. Absolutely. We had a unbelievable week one going four and two. Uh, much better start than our one and five start we had last year. And we ended up in the positive last yeah, year with that it. terrible start. So I'm pretty excited about it. Um, obviously, hoping you guys are tailing us, hoping that we keep making you money. Uh, Nick, do you have anything to lead us off? Any inspirational betting quote? Or are you ready to just jump into your first bet? So I'm going to lead off every episode moving forward with our overall record and our seasonal record uh, on both of us just to kind of give give the people some some stats heading into uh, this week's games. I am 30-17-1 overall, 2-1 this year. Cody is 24-23-1 overall, 2-1 this year. Both of us missed our uh, long shot bets last week. Mine was a very, very bad beat with J.K. Dobbins tearing his Achilles on the one-and-a-half-yard line, uh, just about to cash my two-touchdown bet. Anyway, I'm not salty at all, as you can tell. My first bet of the week is going to be Bears at Bucks over 40-and-a-half. Cody, let me give you the total points the Bears have scored, or I guess the uh, the Bears and their opponents have scored in the last 10 games started by Justin Fields. Total points starting from the last game they played and moving back. 58, 51, 48, 45, 47, 51, 61, 67, 78, 47. 55.3 per game average. Uh, over has hit in 8 of 10 games. The two games that it didn't. Total was 48, and uh, we finished at 45. The other one, the total was 52.5, and and we finished at 51. So very close, and those were high totals going into the game. I think weather shenanigans are the only possible drawback here. I have no earthly idea why this game is 40.5. Well, I have my my best, my my long shot bet involves this game later as well, so I'll save uh, some of my stats for that. But this one's real simple for me. Smash 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 this overplay it is way too 100 agree with you i think that they people should be all over this over i also just like chicago in general in this game i know their defense is terrible but this should be a get right game for their offense so if their defense is giving up points and their offense gets it clicking they're going to be soaring past 40 pretty quickly in this game Absolutely. All right. I will lead off my first one here. I have the 49ers at the Rams. The Rams getting seven and a half points at home. This one just seems like a sharp bet. You have to take the home team getting seven and a half, especially in a divisional game. I went back and looked at the history. Last year was an outlier year just due to all of the Rams injuries. The previous eight matchups between the Rams and the 49ers, six of them were decided by eight points or less. And one was won by the 49ers. The other was won by the Rams. So it hasn't been a completely dominant series. Obviously, when we look at these two teams, the way they stack up this year, you would say the 49ers have the advantage. But the Rams, you know, if they had Cooper Cup, they'd be as healthy as they can be. I think that he's worth a couple points in this line. But right now, I'm just going to take the home point, home team, getting the points. Again, divisional game, I could see it being lower scoring in general and just keeping it close throughout. Yeah, this game opened at eight and a half or nine uh, for the 49ers, depending on where you looked. So the sharp betters are on your side here, Cody. I like it if you're getting that hook, yeah, especially absolutely. Uh, if you're getting the seven and a half. 
definitely helps out. So go make this bet now because it seems like the uh, the sharp betters are bringing this one back to uh, closer to even. I, I could see it getting all the way down to you know seven or six and a half by the time kickoff hits. So uh, good good call there. We always say uh, divisional games are scary to bet, but if you're going to bet them, bet the team getting the points and bet the under. Segue into my second best bet, 49ers at Rams, under 44 and a half. Five of the last seven meetings for these two teams have gone under this total. That does include the NFC Championship game the Rams won. One of the two games to hit the over was exactly 45, uh, and that was a 31-14 San Francisco win. That was actually the, uh, if you remember, that was Christian McCaffrey's first full game. He scored three touchdowns in that one. Uh, but yeah, only a half point over this 44 and a half line. And then the other one that hit the over was 24-17 until a last minute touchdown pass tied the game and sent it to overtime with 26 seconds left. So if it's going to hit the over, it's probably going to be by the skin of uh, these two teams' teeth. And I think it has a very good shot to uh, stay under that number. Yep, I was all over that one as well. I wanted to take the under until I uh, popped open the document and saw that you had already snatched that one. So I'm all over that one as well. Just divisional unders in general should be where you are putting your money if you are a smart better. 44 and a half, it makes no sense to me. I, I don't get How is this not closer yep. to 40? I, I, how is the Bears-Bucks 40? And 40.5, and this is 44.5. Right. They should be switched, at least. I, it makes no yep. sense to me. I, I'm there with you. Uh, my second one I actually feel really strongly about as well. Titans plus three at home against the Chargers. I will say I'll go ahead and get the bad part out of the way. You get Justin Herbert against a terrible passing defense. So if that's going to be your argument, I'm willing to hear you out on that part because that is probably my only downside. But Mike Vrabel as a home underdog basically just seems like a pros versus Joe's bet. If people are going to be putting money on the Chargers at only at a field goal, I will take Mike Vrabel getting three all day. He is 24-15-1 as an underdog against the spread and 24-9-1 when the spread is three or higher. I think this is a complete coaching mismatch. I don't necessarily love what I've seen out of the Titans last week, but this is a get-right game for him. It's week two. I think that they can do it. Titans plus three at home. Yeah, the Chargers make all of their games close, even the ones they should win. So uh, on the road against a well-coached Titans squad, like you said, I think it could easily, uh, you know, they could easily cover that number. I believe they went into LA last year and only lost by three. Uh, I don't even know if Tannehill was starting that game, but they were pretty beat up. That was during their losing skid. So at home, they should, uh, they should make this close. I agree. I think, uh, I think I might play the under in this game. Mike Vrabel well. also last um, week just want to say thank you for kicking that field goal when I think it's ninety yeah. percent or more of coaches <laughs> would have gone for it on fourth the down, but he decision. was just like, "I got to get that, got to get that cover for my boy Cody," and uh, I appreciate that one, Vrabel. I've never seen him more egregious, uh, you know, coach betting situation than I saw there because kicking that field goal made absolutely no sense from an NFL perspective. But uh, in general, I agree. Mike Vrabel, very good coach. Brandon Staley, not so much. Uh, all right, my third best bet, I'm going back to the well, even though it burned me last week. I'm going Steelers plus two and a half at home against the Browns on Monday night. Cody, go ahead and guess. When do you think the last time the Browns won a game in Pittsburgh besides the 2020 playoffs was? Um, was it, oh man, in Pittsburgh, I, was it more than 10 years ago? Yep. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. More than 20 years ago? <laughs> no. Uh, Close? Right yeah, on the dot. dang. 
2003 was the last time the Browns won a game in Pittsburgh. That's outright. So you're getting two and a half points here. You can buy your way up to three and, uh, you know, pay a little juice. I Again, it's going to be a low over-under. Even if the Browns do win this game, it should be close. The last time the Browns started 2-0. and How about that? Uh, go, go ahead and oh, guess. 2003? 1993, oh, <laughs> Bill Belichick was the head coach. So if the Browns win this game, uh, we are going to be breaking a lot of historical trends here. Uh, and then even after Mike Tomlin uh, lost last week as or a lost against the spread last week as an underdog, this stat is still impressive. 16, five and three as a home underdog. I gave it out as 16, four and three last week. So I will throw that disclaimer out there, but I still like this bet pretty. Uh, pretty yeah, I, I will take the Pittsburgh Steelers as a home dog. Bet on them to win, by the way. I think I would just take them on the money line. You'll get plus uh, plus money on it. It's I, I would I would bet them to yeah, just win. I don't game. blame you at all. I especially after last week getting embarrassed, that's that's a get right game for any team that has a good coach. So I'd be all over the Steelers as well. Yeah. My last one was a little bit interesting. I was looking at the lines this week and I felt like a lot of lines were justified where they were at. Uh, like I had mentioned, I liked a couple at the, that Nick had already taken. So this one kind of fell to me. Colts at Texans, the over-under is set at just 39. I'm going to take the over 39. I think that this is going to be a game where we have two young quarterbacks against two not-so-great defenses. This could be a game where we see Stroud and Richardson kind of get it going a little bit. And even if they don't, there's a good chance that there could be a defensive score, which is how overs hit most of the time. So I think there could be some bad turnovers, some short fields given to these quarterbacks. Maybe they get a couple of touchdowns under their belts. So. I don't take a lot of overs, but I think this is really, really low. I'm going to take Colts at Texans over 39. You know, I I hear your logic, and I agree with some of it, but, Cody, you're breaking a cardinal rule of this podcast. We do not take divisional overs, so you better hit this one or I am going to ridicule the hell out of you. I agree. Uh, Again, don't – I completely hear your logic, and I'm here for it, but – just that's a cardinal rule quote. I will, I will overs, say okay. this is that's a divisional fine. over, but these aren't divisional rivals, and this is two completely new schemes getting put into these teams as well. So it's not like a, hey, a Vikings you. Packers who have been going back and forth for four years with the same schemes, yeah. pretty much. Right. So um, I think that there could be a little bit of fresh blood in this matchup that kind of hits that. But you are right; it's it was definitely my least favorite out of the three that I had to make, but. I, I don't call a lot of overs. I could just see looking at the screen and both teams being 21-24 you know, pretty easily. So that's I had to take it. Yep. Follow your gut, yep. Cody. I trust you. Uh, maybe not on this <laughs> one. But, you know, if you, if you end up pulling this one out, then uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll eat crow. Uh, my last bet here is going to be my long shot bet. Uh, this is probably my favorite stat that I found because I really had to dig for this one. The Tampa Bay Bucks. Scoring 31 to 40 points. So we call this point bans. Uh, so you can go in on DraftKings and just bet on teams scoring in between uh, 0 to 10, 11 to 20, 21 to 30, yada, yada, all the way down the line to like, I think 41 plus is the last band. But 31 to 40 is the band that we're looking at here at plus 550. Five out of the last 10 games the Bears have played, they have allowed 31 to 40 points. Now, on its face, I think that stat alone would give you some interest in this. But, Cody, this is my favorite part. The five games that did not hit this point band for the Chicago Bears, they allowed 25, 27, 28, 29, and 41 Hmm. points. 
every single point total within one score of the 31 to 40 point band. Uh, again, I think this, this is so inflated because Baker Mayfield is the quarterback, but do not underestimate how bad this, uh, this Chicago Bears defense is one of those 31 to 40 totals was against the New York Jets with Mike White at the helm in a rainstorm. Uh, so there is not like, you know, a ton of elite offenses scoring all of these points. It was, um, you know, a good diversity of somewhat bad teams and some good teams as well. But I think uh, this is a pretty solid, solid wager at five and a half to one. Yeah. So that was five and a half to one for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to finish between 31 and 40 points, correct? Okay. Correct. I like that. Yep. I think that, I mean, I will say I, I'm not the biggest Baker Mayfield fan and I can't act like I am. So I wouldn't mind seeing him fall flat on his face, but he looked pretty good last week. And, you know, if you have, you know, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on the outside, you should look pretty good. So I, I could see him definitely hanging, hanging a good week on the Bears. Terrible, terrible defense. Yeah. Awful. Uh, so mine, I'm gonna it's a little bit different. I am gonna go back to the well with another parlay. Obviously, my anytime touchdown last week was a complete flop where none of the three guys got in the end zone, I'm pretty sure. So we're gonna go a different route. Hey, if you're gonna miss, don't make yourself stress. That's yeah, that's we're gonna go say. a different route here. Uh well, we're still gonna stress because why not? We're actually gonna stress till Monday night. Yeah, uh, we're gonna take enough. two home underdogs on the money line. We're gonna take both the Tennessee Titans to grind one out against the Tan- Los Angeles Chargers and the Pittsburgh Steelers to grind one out against the Cleveland Browns. And then to make Very sure nice. we hit uh, that plus five hundred threshold, one I think is pretty easy this week. Give me over one and a half passing touchdowns by Trevor Lawrence. I think that's going to be a pretty big shootout Ooh. with the Chiefs. So it is another three-legger. We do get it up to plus 850, which since it is three legs. Uh, oh, no, I apologize. Plus nice. 750 um, for the three. Okay. So a little over. Still like it. The, the two games, which I liked quite a bit, only put us at 380. So I was like, eh, I got to up that a little bit more. Can't, can't come in that low under 500 yep. and try and get away with it. So, Again, we have the Tennessee Titans to win outright. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers to win outright. And Trevor Lawrence, more than one and a half passing touchdowns. Did you have any interest in the Chiefs at minus three and a half? Uh, for my best bet or any of my best bets? Um, yeah. I, yeah. I definitely did. I honestly... I just want to know what your temperature is on the Chiefs coming into week two here as a, you know, as the resident. Yeah, I, I think Vegas already has it baked in that they're expecting Travis Kelsey to play at three and a half. So if I can hold my cards yeah, against my chest true. and wait until Friday afternoon and get a positive report and, you know, know he's going to play before I bet it, I would definitely do that. But I, I do like it quite a bit. They've beaten Jacksonville by, I believe, seven to 10 points the past two years that they've played them. So, um, maybe actually three times in a row if we include the playoff game. So I I right. like tennis. I like no oh, goodness gracious. I like Kansas City quite a bit this weekend. I just since we're recording this Thursday night, I just want to make sure that Travis Kelsey is going to be there. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I liked it. It was it opened at minus three for the Chiefs. It's moved up to three in the hook. Uh, I think if I was playing that, I would buy down. The, I would buy down to minus I think so three too. because yeah. the, the Chiefs like to play with their food sometimes, but if they end up winning this game, I think it'll be, you know, it could be on like a walk-off field goal. They 
you know, they just, they like to do that. So I could yeah, see that. And I could see this being a game where Jacksonville gets up by a touchdown or 10 points early and KC kind of has to battle back. And the only way they can win is by a, you know, a late second field goal. So I think Jacksonville is a, a very right. serious team, which also kind of scared me off of putting them on here. So if you tell me we have to play Jacksonville with no Travis Kelsey, that three and a half instantly starts to scare me a little bit more. Any other uh, bets that you found interest in, or uh, is that that is going to be it for the week? I like I said, I was not a big fan of the of the third one. I had to throw up there on the board, so didn't have an extra one in my back pocket this week. How about you? Seahawks at Lions over forty seven yeah. uh, would have been my third play. I just uh, I didn't want to play all over unders. I really liked the Bears Bucks over four and a half, obviously, and then I really liked the 49ers Rams under forty four and a half. And I wanted to get a line in there on my third one, so I, I might have actually I might prefer the Seahawks Lions over forty seven to the Steelers straight up. But um, should I, I? I just I wanted to get a an actual. Should line I switch there, my so third one to? One. The Lions Seahawks. No, stick with <laughs> stick stick with your hey. You know you got a gut feeling. I I, I want to scold you All when right, you're wrong anyway. Fair. So that's I'm fair. totally I'll fine give you that sticking with Houston and uh, Indy. That sounds good. All right, let's bounce out of here. We kept it pretty short, got all the content in there. Uh, Have a good weekend if you're listening to this Saturday. Hope all your bets hit, and uh, make sure you check out the fantasy football preview shows as well that were released on Friday. Uh, Peace out, everybody. See ya.